It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Simon, it's Simon in French. Because that's where I'm from, actually. <laughs> the accent, right? I want to I wanna share an answer. Um, young couple that sometimes I give advice to ask me, she asked me, Simon, what is it like uh, for a young man like my boyfriend? Because they're both 22 or 23, actually. She's 23, he's 22. Anyway, she said, what is it like the ooh-la-la for the guy? What is it like? And I said, because, and that's true for, if you're a woman listening, and I think all men would agree, especially at a young age, it's like a, a shot of high, unreachable, chemically. Boom. And I don't know if women feel that. I'm not a woman. But I can tell you, once a man feels that high, it, it disturbs him positively. But really, that's how it feels. And she said, I had no idea like that. Yeah, I said, that's, that's how much power you have over him because <laughs> you can bring him that high that no one else can. So uh, just FYI, to use but not abuse. That's my advice. <laughs> you call the next. Bonjour, Lisa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lisa. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you tonight? So he, just to kind of preface, he's a wonderful father, great husband. Um, we've kind of gotten in a rut during the pandemic. We're home, you know, with our kids all day. They're young and at school. But at night, after they finally go to bed, we'll be in bed together. And he picks up my son's um, video game console, and he plays a game at night in bed. And it's hard enough to feel like any ooh-la-la lately and... I just wondered, is there a gentle approach to, like, find a way for him to still do that but not kill the mood by doing it in bed at night? Okay, Lisa, but I have a, we're going to be honest. Do you miss the romance, the attention, the conversation, or the ooh-la-la itself? What do you miss the most? I think it's a combination, but it really does start with that connecting in conversation for me and mm -hmm. connecting as adults at the end of the day once the kids are finally not touching us. <laughs> no, I understand. So here's, here's kind of where I stand on this. Um, men and women are very differently in the way we address the stress, even do, especially during the pandemic. I've talked to many couples, and everybody has their own way, and it's really difficult, difficult time for everybody, couples or, or yeah. single people like me. It's, it's, so right now, it's a different situation that I would say than outside of the pandemic situation. My advice to you is this. He goes to that game to disconnect his mind. He doesn't have much energy left to talk or listen. That's the truth. Each of us uh -huh. have a different level of tolerance for the pandemic. And I, I assume, you know, for him, that video game is his, for now, way of distressing. And, mm. and then I feel if we touch that uh, right now, it will, it will be disturbing him in the time where it's very difficult. And you said he's a good husband to you and he's a good dad. And that's great. Yeah. And that's the most important. Now, he's a guy. So I'm going to give you the key. You're going to give back a little taste of what romance is. Now, men are not too much in the, in the conversation and the touching. You know they are visual and they are physical. So mm -hmm. to bring back, it's like, you know, when you haven't eaten for a long, long time, you forgot the taste of chocolate mousse maybe or your favorite drink. Or, okay. You give him tonight or tomorrow a little taste of his favorite ooh-la-la. Just, just wake him up a little bit. Uh, okay. And, and then when you wake up that in him, uh, it's going to give him a high. It's going to give him an excitement. It's gonna give him, and, and then little by little, you bring him back everything else with it. And after that, you can laugh and start to talk, and you'll be a different kind of man. 
Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. That's so helpful. You are most welcome. Good luck to you. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, let's talk about how do you reignite the romance. I mean, after the difficult time we're having, I think it's a great topic. How do you reignite the romance in those difficult times? Coming up next. So if you listen to my show uh, in the last, whew, now it's, I don't know how many months, 12, 13, 14, long time, um, you've listened like me to many, many of you um, who uh, the pandemic has hurt romantically. And I understand that. It has hurt me too, by the way. I'm single. I have not talked to anybody. I've not dated anybody. I'm waiting for my, you know, finish with the vaccine and then I'll do it again. But for now, so... If you're in a relationship, if you're married in a partnership, how do you bring back the romance? How, how can you reignite a flame that by living together 24-7, the kids, or no kids, but just the proximity breaks, you know, the, the romance, kills the, the vibe of joie de vivre, the ooh-la-la. So how do you restrike the match? I'll tell you my secret coming up next. So listen up, please, because this is a secret that I'm sharing with you. How do you restrike the match of romance right now after the pandemic? Listen, don't project on your partner what you want. Understand what she or he is like and make them happy. That's how it works. Example, if you're a man and you want to reignite the romance, don't go straight for the ooh-la-la. Bring back the flowers, make an invitation, cook a picnic, do something sweet, do something romantic. If you're a woman, and you want to restrict the match, then be a bit more visual, a little bit ish, a little bit risque, because both psychology are different. So don't project on what you are on your partner. Love your partner for who they are, and then we strike each other's match. And then it's a big fire. And then la 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 la, all night long. You call the next. Bonjour, Roxanne. Bonjour, Simon. Roxanne, what's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I've been dating this guy for like a couple of months. Everything is great, but he's really hard to get in touch with. He'll answer to text in one word or sometimes won't answer the phone, and I barely see him. And I want to know if this is like a red flag. How do you explain that? Because that doesn't make sense, right? That he's not like uh, the, the president, like so busy. So... How, what does he say, or how do, how do you explain that yourself? He says it's because of his work, and he's always tired, and, like, he doesn't get very many days off, and that he doesn't have time to, like, chit-chat on the phone. But okay. he says the same thing, like, yeah, when we're together, he gives me all his attention. But when you get together, tell me what kind of evenings. Is that, like, a restaurant and a get-together and ooh-la-la, or just a movie? I mean, we can't go to the movies much, but what, what kind of evenings are we talking about? Yes, we'll like go to dinner and then hang out after and stuff, yeah. And stuff ooh-la-la? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the importance of that last question is because I'm a guy and I know how this works. Mm -hmm. So basically, he really likes you. He's not in love with you. Um, he likes your company, he likes your conversation, he likes the ooh-la-la. And um, because you play into his uh, game of not forcing him to come out of the closet, like you, you, let, you let that happen. Kind of, you are his uh, ooh-la-la fun for once he wants. Um, uh, and, and I don't think that's what you want to be. No, I really like this guy. 
I, I get it. But he doesn't really like you back. But he, he likes you in terms of personality and, and, and all that, but he's not in love with you. And the reason I say that, because when I'm in love with a woman, I want to know how she's doing. I'm going to text her during the day. How's your day going? At night, I want to talk. We'll do a little FaceTime if I'm not in the same city, which happens to me quite often because of the work I do. And But I, I want to know what's up. I want to know what's up. I, it's not. It's not. I have to. I want to know. The fact he doesn't do that with you and you can't connect shows either he has somebody else or he doesn't care. But you are in charge of that relationship. It's your relationship, your rules. You just have to change it. And and I would just actually drop this guy. I know you like him, but my advice is to ask yourself that question. Why would I want to stay in a relationship with a man who doesn't care much about me except once in a while to have dinner and ulala? Right. Yeah, I felt Sorry. that. I just needed to hear it from somebody else. I uh, I feel like a Debbie Downer to tell you that tonight, but that's the truth. And I don't want you know your, your dignity to be hurt by this. So take your time. And when you're ready to get out of this relationship, you get out. A little extra dinner, ooh la la, is not going to hurt you. Um, but now you know how he's thinking. Yes. Thank you, Simon. You are welcome. Good luck to you. Be strong and have a good night. Thanks. I feel like my last color rock sign got played, but also played herself with an illusion. So how you don't get played and, and what are the signs that things are not on the right path? Let's talk about that next. So please pay attention to this advice because if you're a woman listening to me, that's going to help you for the rest of your life. I'm serious. If you meet a guy and um, you like him and he likes you and things go normal at the beginning and then the guy disappears and only sees you for dinner, movie night, Netflix and chill, ooh la la. And because you're so attracted, uh, you, you kind of become blind because you don't want to hear the truth. What I would like you to do at that minute is not find excuses for your person not to reach out to you, but indeed ask yourself, why would I want to stay with somebody who doesn't ask how I'm doing, who doesn't you know, care, who just want to have fun? Now, if this is what you want, you own it. Sometimes you need that after a bad breakup. Good for you, friend with benefits. But remember that everybody, including the president of the United States of America, has time to call his wife, text her, how you doing, honey? If he doesn't do that daily, he's not into you. And now, let me share with you the biggest trap not to fall in. Coming up next. So, I think most of us have been in that situation where, you know, we date somebody and then we find excuses for the behavior of somebody because they make us feel so good when we're together. But when we're not, we feel like we don't exist. What's the biggest trap to avoid? It's not the other person's behavior. That's easy to read. It's ourselves. It's a fear of rejection. My fear of rejection that put me in that situation or you fear of rejection where you find excuses. And the biggest trap is to not listen to your intuition because you know better, just like I knew better. But the feeling in the high, it's like a drug that we shouldn't take. is so good that we find a reason to take it again. And there's a price for that. It's called the low or the depression or the sadness. We are our own trap. All we got to do is follow our intuition. Don't deny it. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Sky. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So you have a romantic story that I believe you want to share on my show tonight. I am all ears. Okay. So um, 
this first date, the fir- I met this man that I, I actually went to college with, but, but I didn't know that at the time when we met at a, at a cocktail party and it was a friends were throwing it. I hadn't met him at school. This is years later. And we got along. We were both single. We had a really nice time. And he, he messaged me through Facebook, I think a few days later, would you like to have coffee? And it was spring and we have this huge poppy fields outside of Los Angeles. So I really wanted to go see the poppies and I didn't have any plans to go with anyone. I was going to go by myself. And I really didn't know this guy, but I said, Hey, uh, instead of coffee, do you want to go see the poppies? And, um, and he <laughs> said right away replied, yes. And I said, well, how are we going to meet and do that? And right away, he sent like a map to the perfect parking lot. And he said he would drive and he got his car cleaned, and, which was silly, but very sweet. And, um, mm-hmm. and we went. And so for our first date, we walked through this amazing miles and miles and miles of, of poppies in, in the wide open field. So that was very, wow. very touching and sweet. And that he was so spontaneous to jump in there and, and agree to this crazy plan of mine. I love it. How did that make you feel? You know, special. It made me feel special. I felt like, wow, this is this is the right kind of behavior. Like this is the kind of action that I'm that I'm interested in. Yes, and right at this moment, and not only that, but adding with, I'll pick you up here, and this will make it easier, mm-hmm. and I'll drive. And I know he actually had a way to drive mm-hmm. through the mountains that made it an even better field trip. So wow. that it was very. I was touched. I, I can tell. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing that, that wonderful date. And, and, and I'm glad you, you remind me and, and my listeners of that because, you know, we've lived in a world of not much romance, not much. So every time I hear great stories night after night on my show, it makes me happy. So thank you so much, Sky, and have a good night. You're welcome. Thank you. Good night, Simon. Coming up, we are going to listen to Tara's voicemail because she asked a guy she's dating something, got a weird answer, doesn't know what to do. Let's listen to a voicemail next. Remember that you are never alone with your dilemma, your relationship question, I'm here. So you call 855-905-8255, leave me a voicemail, and we'll play it on air, just like for Taz. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. My name's Tara, and I've hit a little bit of a road bump with someone I've been seeing. We have been exclusive for six months now. We haven't, we haven't defined the relationship, but we are exclusive. And... I received a wedding invitation from one of my best friends, and the wedding invite had a plus one. And so I took a picture of the invitation, and I texted it to this guy, and his response was, LOL, let's revisit this after summer. (laughs) And so my question for you is, how do I respond does that mean he wants to see if we're still going to be together over summer? Or does it mean he's worried, you know, because of COVID? I'm not, I'm not sure. I really could use your advice. Thanks. Thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do and what should you ask? I'll tell you what I think next. So what should you do if you receive a marriage invitation uh, plus one, but the person you with just say, well, we'll revisit that LOL in the summer or later. And then you wonder, is that because they don't want to come with me? Is that because of COVID? You know, what does that mean? LOL, we'll revisit that later this summer. So Tara, what it means is um, he's not willing to going to the wedding with you because uh, I don't think right now, even me who's COVID paranoid, 
we'd be worried about it if I really liked you. I would say, let's go. Hey, I love weddings. So a lot of fun. And if I like my girlfriend, of course. So it's not a good sign. I would like you to get out of the unspoken zone and ask him, what did you mean by that? Just so you can have clarity. But it's not a good answer. And you already know it. I know you know it. That's what you called me. And it's a good thing you called me. So one step further, asking what he meant by that. And then go from there. I hope I'm wrong. And it was just about COVID. Then that's okay, maybe. If it's anything else but COVID, then I would not stay with a guy like this. That's just me. Uh, thank you for your voicemail. Your calls are next. Bonjour, Aaron. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. What can I do for you tonight? What's going on? Yeah, so, you know, I, I have a question. Um, I'm single and I'm, I'm having some trouble dating. Um, I, uh, I asked this girl that I really love a lot um, to be my girlfriend, and she said that she loves me but just couldn't date me. And uh, when I asked what that meant and to get some clarification and why she said that, um, she said that she didn't know uh, what it was, but it was just something about me. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've been, I've been just kind of really let down about it. And um, I wanted to know, like, how, how, how can I get out of this rut and how can I respond and just not let this affect me anymore? Well, I mean, what it means, clearly it means, I, you know, I love you as a friend. I have no desire for ooh-la-la with you. I have no chemistry with you. I'm not attracted to you. When that happens, that's what it is. So um, it's, it's, it's painful. It has happened to me. I think it happens to most of us at one point. So this girl can't tell you because she doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Hey, listen, you're not my type or I'm not attracted to you. She just said, I love you. She loves you as a friend, like a best friend. Uh, mm -hmm. What's important in the lesson of this is then you ask yourself to get out of the rut. Why would I want to go on to try to you know, be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me? No attraction to rejection is healthy. So I've been in your shoes, Aaron, so I understand many times. But then as soon as a woman uh, tells you, you know, well, I don't want to date you, it just means I'm not physically attracted to you. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not against you. It's not mean. It's just like I'm sure there's women that you know that are friends of yours. You don't want to ooh -la -la with them. Right. Right. Yeah. Same thing. So that's what it means. So just every time you wonder, oh, why? Just say, but why would I want a woman who doesn't want me back? And then you'll be better. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Thank you. That helps a lot. All right, Aaron. Clarity. It's very important. That's what I'm here for. Always at your service. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Let me ask you this question. Do you think it's okay to start dating again if you're not over your ex? Yes? No? We'll talk about that next. So do you think it's okay to start dating again if you're not over your ex? Uh, I wanted to know what you thought. I put it on my uh, social media at Rendezvous Radio. Please follow me. I like it. And we all like it here. At Rendezvous Radio if you like the show. Uh, and to the question, is it okay to start again if you're not over your ex? 57% of you voted yes, it is. And 43% voted no. And I say it's okay to date again, but be honest uh, with the new person so you don't hurt a new heart that has nothing to do with what you went through. That's all I'm asking from you. Just be honest. I said, I'm not really over my ex, but I want to have fun. Fun is good, as long as your partner knows the reality. Give them or her the choice. Thank you so much for spending the late night with me. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.